Yes, so what's up guys? Welcome back to Ten for Bit Podcast. This is our 30 I think 34th episode yes. we're doing. Wows. Yeah. Great milestone guys. So yes. So and my name is Nick Anali. Dixon Otieno. Cheers, Imana. Yes, and welcome guys. So today it's been I think two months because Spotify came into Kenya uh should be in February 24th. Yeah. So uh of course I saw most of us complaining online how we want Spotify to come to Africa, you know, and finally it has been a big conversation. Yes, a uh, big conversation from from way back. From way back. And I think yeah. we even done an episode on streaming services mm. and we kept mentioning this how Spotify should come to Africa and you know other markets. Mm. So yes, today guys I want to talk about Spotify in Kenya. Two months after launching, where are we? Yeah. In Kenya. In Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where are we in terms of our expectations? Mm-hmm. Is Spotify offering us, you know, what we really expected? Yeah. So they expanded to other African markets, including Ghana, Nigeria, Tanzania. Tanzania. Yeah, in Tanzania, not Tanzania. Tanzania and Tanzania. Tanzania. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, guys, let's talk about Spotify in Kenya right now. So they came into Kenya. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like have you signed up? up? Yes, I used Spotify. I signed up. I ditched Deezer and moved to Spotify. Why did you ditch Deezer? Uh, of course, we'll talk about that later. On, but <laughs> yeah, but I ditched Deezer for Spotify. I know a couple of people who have already signed up after it became available, but it's I, from my perspective, Sijona, a significant rise. Maybe Spotify knows better. Yeah, the numbers. Yeah, they have the numbers. But I know uh, everyone who was already using Spotify before it was available in Kenya, the VPN, mm-hmm. felt uh, quite excited. You remember it was a trending topic on Twitter mm-hmm. when they announced expansion. I remember the first article I did about them coming to the market got quite uh, the traction. So it was big news for Kenyans. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so maybe two months later, the things that i can say personally as a spotify user is uh more uh specific playlists things you couldn't find before mm. uh so i believe they worked with people locally to uh sort of create playlists yeah. uh, especially from the east african sector where you get different kinds of music you find the playlists are better now mm. the daily mixes understand yeah. uh what uh location you are yeah, in so they are v- quite different mm. yeah and the fact that you can pay with them pesa oh yes yeah. Yeah. and and what what i feel to understand maybe maybe chenzi you can you can you can chip in on this why did it take them too long to actually come to before actually dig deep into the conversation why did it take them too long to come to africa considering how big this market we is when when the, uh, i remember when uh, when it was launched uh, there is a quote i was reading here alex Nostrum, I hope I pronounced that right. The chief, the chief premium business officer, as Spotify said, launching in this mark in this new market is a key next step to fulfilling our ongoing commitment to building a truly borderless audio ecosystem. Yeah. So why did it take too long? Nice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, because things are not as easy. And first of all, I think it's a huge misconception to say that probably ours is a very big market. Mm. I wouldn't be stuck in that bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, there there were many of us who are stuck on Triple Three Fremont Street 
uh, that's the the f- physical address you'd key in mm-hmm. when signing up for these services <laughs> and paying and paying using a uh, Butter, yeah, those virtual cards so that we could access these services like uh, Spotify Premium mm-hmm. and, and the like. Not many people are, are there, and I don't think that while the uptake will increase over coming years, mm-hmm. at, at this point, still a leap of faith, really. Yeah, and I think uh, f- all considerations cost and that's one of the things that a lot of these subscription services have to consider before expanding here yeah uh, some of them that are out and out uh early stage startups will avoid us because many times you are putting in a lot of money where there'll be very low little yeah. or no returns mm-hmm. and a lot of people only come here after they've matured up uh, or been around for a while or they have now enough money for an aggressive international expansion yeah. happened with Netflix mm-hmm. now it's happened with uh, Spotify, Spotify. Mm. yeah I mean the others who just set out to plug in gaps like they did with Deezer you know Deezer appealed yeah. to many of us because it had a considerable portfolio of what we are looking for yeah. and it was easily available and you could pay for it the pricing mm-hmm. was also not yeah. expensive I mean there are also are, are bigger competitors like Apple Music has been available locally at least on desktop from, yeah. from, from, from day one ah. yeah and then when it expanded to Android, you could still get it. Mm. They brought their student offering here when those things were still limited to Microsoft and they were mm. foreign for almost mm. everything. Mm-hmm. So there are enough factors when you're considering Kenya or any other African country. Uh, well, that places us at a disadvantage. It's not a bad thing, it's our reality. And at least we are working actively towards putting that in the past. And in coming years, this is the market where you need to be in. That's why a lot of people, a lot of these products and services uh, companies are getting in while they can mm. before it becomes crowded. Yeah, right. yeah. So because of loyalty and those other things, yeah. the soonest you can get in, lock in a few people, be the dominant. The, yeah, the better for you because um, the continent is being opened up and all of those things and all those stereotypes and those things that belong to the past will just be that belonging to the past mm-hmm. yeah but the reality is we were never an attractive market <laughs> in the first place that's one then the second thing is for anything creative that deals with intellectual property yeah. and all of those you have to go through so many things to get rights for the content mm-hmm. here Mm. So it means talking to production houses, yeah. all of those people, mm. and the nature of the distribution so of mu- yeah distribution of music on the content is such that there are quite a number of big foreign players that own the rights to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. So negotiating with them to get what you need here is much easier. But then there are also lots of smaller, smaller, smaller players mm. who you need to figure out a way of engaging. Mm. Bef- otherwise, you'll run into legal issues. Mm-hmm. And then there's also now, uh, as a result of how Africa has been treated in the past, there's lots of structures that are in place regarding rights holders in Africa, mm-hmm. especially Sub-Saharan Africa, uh, rights holders of certain creative content here who are not necessarily the producers of the said content. Mm-hmm. So while you might have easy access to the producers of the said content in North America or Europe or even Asia, uh, you might uh, those producers might be entangled in multi-year contracts mm. with third parties 
who are in charge of distributing the same content yeah, a lot of in Africa. Yes, yes. So that involves lots of lawyers. Either you need to terminate those contracts or you need to buy your way out of those contracts. Figure out a way of just going through the entire web harmoniously. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's complicated and it's complex. So uh, much as you can just walk into Sony Music today and get uh, whatever deal you need to distribute here, some of that content might there might be somebody locally who yeah. has the right to do the distribution locally. Mm-hmm. So if you have to factor in, you might have to scat Kenya, go to Ghana, scat Tanzania, go to Uganda. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So a lot of that actually usually explains why some of these services take a while to come here. Mm-hmm. A good example is if you have to move outside uh, music stream is Disney Plus. Yeah. We all want it. There's lots of good content and all. But if you are to go into the nitty gritty of what goes into the kind of contracts Disney has with distributors on the continent and outside, you'd understand why we will it be priority to mm-hmm. launch here first. Because as it is right now, yes, Disney Plus cannot be officially found uh, around here. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of Disney content that we can access, yeah. not necessarily uh, online. Or online, if you subscribe as a bonus to other services that do not require an online thing, those are the guys who already have the rights. So if you are to come and distribute the same thing, you run into legal challenges. Mm-hmm. So those are the hoops uh, music streaming services have to work around mm-hmm. to get their content to us. And even then, I think we've already seen some of the complaints, especially on Twitter from the artists mm-hmm. about the peanuts they get from streaming services mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. So even now, if you have to go into that and the PR of it, and all, it's messy. So much as uh, I'd like to cry wolf like uh, everyone else and say we are being discriminated and all, just understanding that bit, because it's it's a it's a vicious cycle. Of course, it takes a while to to break it. There's a way Africa mm-hmm. has been treated in the past. So if you're a new player looking to get in, you have to fight all those systems, and it takes a while. Because mm-hmm. the nature of the thing is. Um, even for local content, um, regional content, the distribution has always belonged to that parties yeah. and the terms have never been in our favor. So mm-hmm. for international content, you want to play Chris Brown around here, some that right was sold to someone else to avail it to you. Mm-hmm. So if somebody else is coming from outside the region and wants to have you play Chris Brown on your phone, they'll have to talk to a number of people yeah. and make sure everyone is happy in that chain. Mm-hmm. So... That's why it took them that long. And again, again, of course, we can we have to talk about the digital tax as well that's in place. Before we move to the topic again, another reason I feel like we are seeing open Africa open up to these music platforms is because of the local platforms we've had yeah. uh, growing for quite a while now. I feel like they have proved uh, that. Uh, there's a market for music streaming uh, for example yeah, yeah. ndundo uh, for example boomplay boomplay is really big songa if, if uh, songa died <laughs> songa died i've never seen songa in songa ikaendanga but uh, if you if you look at boomplay and you see how artists in africa are really promoting boomplay yeah. right now you you can tell that boomplay has done something right mm. uh, because it has captured the east african market and the west african market mm. remember boomplay started like 2015 2016 yeah. with the first boomplay competition in nigeria involving a couple of artists so for me i feel like uh 
these music platforms from outside Africa are seeing that there's a huge uh, market oh, here yeah. from the potential. They're seeing there's a huge potential here from what Boomplay uh, and other smaller music streaming platforms have shown. Mm. Uh, for example, Deezer was uh, is not it's not an African platform yet, yeah. but since being in Africa, they have a number of listeners of users and paying subscribers. Who, are, who you know Spotify and like the others is free and you can pay. Yeah. But all these that have existed are once you can pay, you have to pay for to access the content. Mm. And from that, you can see that uh, the number of users who have signed up are quite significant. So Apple Music, Wakiona, Ama, Seme, Spotify, seeing that Wanaona Nikaba, they have potential here if they come. Mm. But I think I think it's, it's so they actually came at the right time. Yeah, uh, still on Boomplay because I, I feel like it is never talked about that much. Remember, Boomplay comes pre-installed yeah, in so many devices. fonts uh, and all Techno Infinix ITL fonts come with Boomplay mm-hmm. and they're still selling a, quite a number of fonts. And most of the big artists around East Africa, West Africa, are plugging Boomplay mm-hmm. uh, when they launch their new songs. You'll see them telling you it's here, it's, it's on Boomplay. It's something that bigger platforms don't yet have access to. For example, there are bigger artists who will launch their songs exclusively on Boomplay before it comes to YouTube, yeah. before it comes to other platforms. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I feel like all these bigger international players want a share of. Because if you can uh, tell honestly, comp- comparing the trending music in East Africa and in West Africa a few years back and right now, you can tell that our listening of international uh, artists has decreased and yeah. we listen more to our local and our African artists. Yeah. And that's something that I feel like the international media wants, uh, the international uh, streaming platforms yeah. want a part of, yeah. to be a part of. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's also something we're going to mention when we talk about this data they released in February about, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. how far they have been since, I mean, how far mm-hmm. they actually are right now since they came to the market in February. Mm-hmm. But now let's talk about the playlist. Mm-hmm. Of course, now, Chance you use Spotify use a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I use Spotify, use Spotify Nixon. So mm-hmm. Let's talk about how the place is curated. So for me, I, I remember writing uh is it 2017 or 2018 about Spotify being better than Apple Music, mm-hmm. but I use Apple Music because Spotify is no longer is not in the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now that Spotify is in the market, I have a subscription for both Spotify and Apple Music, mm. but I'm using Spotify more because Spotify focuses on uh, helping you listen to the music you like. Yeah. Yeah. So it curates playlists after you teach it what you like by liking songs and adding them to your uh, liked albums and all that. It knows how to suggest music to you. The algorithm understands what you could like Machine and life. creates <laughs> so many different playlists for you and yeah. suggests things that it believes you like. On the other hand, Apple Music feels like you really have to go in and find what you like. Yeah. So the playlists on Apple Music feel like generic. For example, the uh, the um, playlist based on moods, mm. they look the same for everyone. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that's the same problem I had with these. Yes, the playlists on African oh, music. Even try. <laughs> <laughs> so the playlist on African music, you find it's the same West African yeah. artists everywhere. The play and isn't that boom play. You know that's 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 my number one call with uh-huh. boom play. Mm-hmm. I the few times. Uh, I've bothered with it because I get these uh, devices where it's pre-installed by mm-hmm. default. Mm-hmm. I go in, I'm signing to the account I created, I think, way back in 2016. Mm-hmm. 
and I just get lost. Because <laughs> whatever music is being yeah. suggested, whatever is over there, is, there are things I don't... <laughs> you don't relate to. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So for Apple Music, all the playlists feel generic. They're trying nowadays. There's an infinity uh, button where mm-hmm. it will play uh, based on the song you're playing forever. Okay. So it will try and get similar music to what you've been playing and continue playing for up to infinity up to up to when you stop the phone mm-hmm. there's a favorite mix uh which brings which comes out every tuesday unfortunately yeah. a favorite mix section on apple music where apple music's algorithms will suggest to you your favorite your 20 uh, a, a playlist of 25 songs it believes are your favorite so these are based on what you listen to yes so it comes out every tuesday mm-hmm. And waiting for up to Tuesday to get another playlist. There's a mix based on what your friends are listening to, because you remember uh, uh, Apple Music and Spotify allow you to have friends. Uh, there's a mix based on the new music it believes you will like based on what you listen to. Mm-hmm. But these are updated weekly. They're not updated daily as yeah. with Spotify. Mm-hmm. Now contrast that to Spotify where there's a daily mix yeah. updated every day. And it's not one. I don't know how many you get. I get about six what? daily mixes on Spotify playlists. And uh, they are based on different artists. And you can scroll through them to get what you feel like listening yeah. to that day. And the good thing about Spotify, it focuses on you getting to listen to music you like. So each of the playlists is curated so well that you won't feel like uh, something is there that's not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me... Spotify playlists are way better, easier, and the the user interface is much smoother yeah. compared to Apple Music, especially on Android. Apple Music on Android is a huge, <laughs> huge app. So when you open it, you have to wait for it to load. You have to wait. Spotify just responds much quickly, and the interface is much easier to understand and use. So uh, for me, Spotify is better on that frontier playlists. Yeah. And and, and uh, I think one of the things we're always looking forward to also is I remember when when uh, when I shared some screenshot of of the data they they produced uh, that was uh, I complain about yeah, that data they're yet to get back February to me and twenty second March twenty twenty one so they released some data mm. which I felt one of that re- detailed because I think they I didn't the yeah thing. yes yes and I emailed them our they never responded mm. yeah because now they were talking about you know about Drake and Saudi Soul being the most streamed artists on Spotify in Kenya during that particular mm-hmm. month that is on. Uh, uh, um, between 23rd February and 22nd March, mm-hmm. then they are talking about how Nairobi, Mombasa, Kisumu, no, no so Nairobi, Mombasa, Nakuru, Kisumu, and Red accounting for most of the most Spotify streams in the country, yeah. which of course is expected, yeah. That's expected. That's expected, yeah. And having international artists as the most streamed is still expected, yes, because most Kenyans do not go online mm-hmm. to download an app that uses bundles then allow you can't download and all that mm-hmm. yeah kenyans believe in downloading music and having it offline yeah. in their phone so you can't start saying that the should i use the term walk not, <laughs> but the uh the ones who are already exposed to these digital yeah. platforms will stream what they have been streaming mm-hmm. before these digital platforms were here. Yeah, because yeah. I expected them to tell us, you know, how many signups we have. So yeah, far, I expected signups. I expected to see how many new yeah. uh, users, mm-hmm. uh, how many were already using Spotify before mm-hmm. with VPNs and all that. I expected to see uh, how many new artists they brought to the platform yeah. who were previously not on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I expected to see 
you know Spotify has chat section yeah. that show you uh, the trending music and all that. That's not yet incorporated for the Kenyan market up mm-hmm. to today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now that it's Spotify is here, let's talk about what does this mean for like you know local creators? Yeah, local creators, Chenze. Mm-hmm. What what like what opportunities do local creators see with Spotify now being available locally in Africa? Um, a lot. <laughs> uh, the obvious one, obviously. Um, um, the more of us who can open to that platform, mm-hmm. and given our preferences, that might mean a little more for local artists, mm-hmm. because uh, while lots of local artists, regional artists as well from TZ, DUG, and the, and the likes have been on Spotify for a while, mm-hmm. uh, you are gambling with your, with your chances audience. of assuming a higher yeah. listenership mm-hmm. elsewhere because that will be probably, people are familiar with them from the diaspora and of course banking on the algorithms to suggest that kind of music to people who have similar interest elsewhere. Now, when such a platform is available locally, you'd find people specifically come looking for that kind of music. Mm-hmm. So you'll find lots of diamond fans playing diamond there. Lo- lo- lots of uh, <laughs> Willie Paul fans. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. <laughs> so as a result, these artists, because um, uh, how they make money is based on if streams. The, yes. the number of streams. Mm-hmm. So these artists at least start to gain something significantly higher than they would love if, say, Spotify wasn't available yet. So that's an opportunity for artists. For other creators, Spotify is not just about music. Yeah. There is a variety of content. It hosts shows, podcasts. Yeah, which of course we're mm. talking about later on. Yeah, so for uh, for the podcasting type like us here, it's an opportunity to showcase your work. It's a whole platform mm. there where you can put your work. And if you play your cards right, you can also monetize yeah. and do whatever you have. Get sponsors, uh, get paid if ads run on your content because mm-hmm. uh, as it is if anyone has bothered to use Spotify since um they announced that they are now available here you find uh, it it always comes as a shock to me when i hear a telecom kenya ad on spotify yeah. mm-hmm. i'm so used to hearing geiko and gmc iso mm-hmm. companies amaju now they are local companies advertising they are now part of the money that they pay spotify mm-hmm for that visibility Mm. is shared with the creators who are in there. So it opens avenues for so many people and basically so many those. Um, Spotify is widely uh, accessible Mm. around the world. It's more mainstream than many, actually, Mm. than all of the Mm. podcasting platforms that have been available to Kenyans Mm. that are not Apple-related. You see, Mm. that's that's like the huge platform it, it provides. So, and also it, uh, I think it's the only music streaming app that I use that has a huge focus on upcoming artists. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so if you're an upcoming artist, uh, remember how the enough times you've been stuck in traffic and somebody has tried to sell you their DVD. Yeah. (laughs) Now think of the algorithm doing that for you. This is what, if your music, uh, for some reason, Dixon gets to play a song. Mm-hmm. Somehow it will get, and you are just mm-hmm. an upcoming artist. Somehow it will find its way in One the recommendations ways. made mm-hmm. to people who follow Dixon on Spotify yeah. or who mm-hmm. are friends of Dixon on Spotify, mm-hmm. and that's how you get discovered uh, more. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can make something out of that. So, like the opportunities it offers by being available locally, I mean, not just for the people who are listening, but for the people who are also creating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
interestingly, I've not seen any of our local artists pushing actually, you know, we can go check my music on Spotify. I think the only thing I've seen it's a billboard on Mumbai on Tikaron of Willie Paul, yeah. I, th- a- I think uh, that part they need uh, endorsements for. Maybe Spotify hasn't reached out to oh, them. Yeah. But you remember the first ads we saw on, uh, after Spotify launched? They used to have, uh, they were running some ads on uh, social media where, and I, I don't remember the artists they were using, but Uluko Nambiwa for Gengeton, use oh, Spotify yeah. for Suju Watch, use Spotify. There are various ads. I have screenshots of them. They're not putting faces. There were, there, are, there, there, there were some artists who were there. Oh, okay. Some artists, there was. I don't know her name. There was an artist face. There was uh, I can't remember. But I think was Nyashinsky on one of the adverts. I'm not sure. I'm, I might be confusing the ads. But they have run ads. Maybe they've just not got uh, the proper endorsements uh, with artists. Maybe that requires a budget and after expansion that could be hard for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about podcasts, which I think is one of the reasons why I ditched these are for. <laughs> for for Spotify, yeah. Deezer is a good app. Yeah, before you go, <laughs> yeah. Like he, they bored me when they uh, told me you can't like more than two thousand songs. Any, <laughs> yeah. And actually, Sp- Spotify did have uh, a similar limit, but they scrapped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something. Oh, yeah. Deezer yeah. told me you can't like more than two thousand songs, yeah. and I, I I had paid for two or three years by then. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> no, like I've been a subscriber for two or three years. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And speaking of podcasts, I also need to mention that we are recording this podcast with Portable Voices Networks. So if you're looking to record a podcast like ours, remember you can always check out www.portablevoices.com. You know, and yeah, get record an awesome podcast like ours. So podcasts, you know, our podcast twenty four is also available on on Spotify. Spotify yeah. Um, and I think the data, interesting, the data I was talking about earlier. Uh, not just, yeah, let me let me just uh, look for it. Uh, so there are two podcasts that I think Spotify mentioned were the most oh, true. They did, uh-huh. yeah, they did. So, uh, so it says when it comes to podcasts consumption, Spotify originals and exclusives seem to resonate with listeners in Kenya with the Jerogan experience coming in the first, and then President Obama's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of my favorite actually. Uh, Renegades taking fourth place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So those are the two. Uh, they only talked about those two two uh, podcasts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So one thing I'm I'm looking forward to is Spotify working with local podcasters. Podcasters, considering how big the podcast market looks, you know, how 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 big the future looks like for podcasts in Kenya. I'm I, really looking forward to that. You could have made one of these treasure statements to Twitter people like <laughs> yeah. podcasts podcast don't take over. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so guys, podcasts don't take over. <laughs> <laughs> What 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 I know for Spotify and podcasts locally is, you know, and it's a given. Yeah. If Spotify wants to uh, like control the podcast market locally, they, will they can because almost all podcasts in Kenya are shared by Anchor. Yeah, Anchor. yeah and Spotify owns Anchor. So just there's a monetization option on Anchor, by the way, yeah. for podcasts. We haven't enabled CC, but people can enable. Anyone can enable that, and. Creators can make money when their podcasts are shared across platforms, mm-hmm. but there's also the subscription model post, uh, Spotify is including on the Spotify app. Mm-hmm. So there are many ways Spotify could uh, improve or build on the podcast situation in Kenya, uh, but I'm not seeing any. 
up to now I haven't seen any push from Spotify locally mm-hmm. for much. So if they want to, they could, but yeah. they haven't it, pushed. Interesting, you mentioned that it's available because I think then why, why was this was this a feature they were launching the other week? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are, they launched a new way for podcasters and creators to create money. Mm-hmm. So the streaming, uh, so so know, it's a podcast uh-huh. subscription feature. Uh-huh. So what they're saying, it's a paid subscription platform that's available through the through Anchor. Mm-hmm. It's and available through Anchor, through Anchor uh-huh. where podcasters podcasters can mark select episodes as subscriber only, then publish them on Spotify or any other podcast platform. Mm-hmm. A lock icon on the play button will show for such episodes. Mm-hmm. Then podcasters will get all the re- revenue from subscription for the next two years, excluding payment processing fees. So remember this. Anchor is a publishing platform. Yeah. yeah. You can publish your podcast on any other platform. It, it publishes you uh, your podcast and then shares it to all platforms you choose to share to. Mm-hmm. While you pod, while you publish, there's a monetization option where it will try and include ads before or between the podcast and have those ads running and make you money. Mm-hmm. But these ads are only listened to while using Anchor or Spotify. That runs across all platforms, India. Mm-hmm. But they're also including a subscription model where when you publish a new podcast, you can lock it to a subscription mm-hmm. so that en- en- only the people who have subscribed can listen to that episode. Yeah. It's like having a Patreon post where one is open to the public and one is locked. Mm-hmm. So when you lock it on the different apps where someone might be listening, case an example the spotify app mm-hmm. you will have to be a subscriber to listen to that special episode so that's the new feature mm-hmm. yes but I, I love how spotify really has interest in in, in podcasts because this article we published on the on tech trends yeah so they've invested heavily in podcasts over the past few years so they acquired several podcast companies like including gimlet which is mm-hmm. alan alan is a producer by the way alan's <laughs> uh gimlet they acquired podcast then they also made some, uh, you know, they splashed some cash, you know, with creators like Joe Rogan, of course, which you mentioned, Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Chenze, your favorite? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kim Kardashian, there's a Michelle Obama. This is how people disappear and find themselves in rivers. <laughs> yes, and of course, there's a Michelle Obama podcast. Then in November, they splashed some $235 million to acquire a podcast advertising company, Megaphone. Whoa, which was actually uh, uh the main name was actually to help monetize you know podcast content mm-hmm. and and this data says so spotify's podcast investment seems to be paying off mm-hmm. so they have 345 million monthly listeners who just listen to podcasts across the globe i have a question i use the spotify premium app can you listen to podcasts without spotify premium um, um yes you can oh, I, yeah okay. i'm i'm not on premium and i do listen to podcast obama's oh, podcast yeah. and i've recently gotten into the legally clueless bandwagon uh-huh. yeah legally <laughs> but so i'm really looking forward to see how you know now that's in africa now that in kenya how you know the future looks like considering how now we have competition you mentioned what is that Boom play, boom play. Of, of course, uh-huh. they do podcasts. Uh-huh. Then there's Deezer. Then you mentioned uh, how Facebook is trying to venture introducing Into a podcast, podcast feature. Yeah, that yeah. was before we started. Yeah, so before, yeah, 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 yeah we did that yeah, offline. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really looking forward to see how this future looks like. Mm-hmm. But again, we're happy Spotify is here because we get. But to you know, to... uh, something that people don't mention a lot is that all these apps can do whatever they yeah. want to do, but the experience Spotify offers you is unmatched. Yeah. Remember, Spotify is available on almost 
if not all platforms mm-hmm. you can install spotify on your android wear watch yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you can have spotify on your tv you can have spotify in your, you you already have spotify in your car yes you can have spotify on your laptop you can have spotify on your google home experience mm-hmm. and all anywhere you can have spotify and the best part is you can control spotify from any of those platforms mm-hmm. say i ha- i want to listen to spotify on my tv i don't have to use my remote from my phone i just with spotify connect mm-hmm. play it on the tv and that's something i can't say of many of these platforms even apple music i have to cast and mm-hmm. wait for google chromecast to respond mm-hmm. but with spotify connect it connects automatically yeah. and plays mm-hmm. and that's an experience no other platform can can offer, can offer yeah so spotify has this like upper hand exp- uh sort of experience in terms of how the app responds and the places you can use the app mm-hmm. something no other platform can compete with mm-hmm. currently and that's the main reason i keep using spotify because i don't want to have a problem playing music on my google home and waiting for it to cast and all that yeah. it knows automatically google home plays thanks to spotify connect oh. boomplay cannot do that mm-hmm. boomplay only has a mobile app even a web app still uh lacks but apple we- music has a web app mm-hmm. but quite uh laggy and on windows you have to install itunes which mm-hmm. is very heavy quite laggy or very laggy it's very never- laggy <laughs> <laughs> has it ever exited me uh, better it doesn't uh, yeah it's so uh, bad mm-hmm. and and spotify has been spot on since they were since they, my very uh, first experience with spotify was on the web mm-hmm. and it's been spot and it has on. been so good yeah yeah, yeah ever since So Spotify has the best user experience one can uh, dream of. Connect to as many uh, devices as you want to. Boomplay is yet to be available even on Android Auto yeah, so that yeah. you can listen to it while driving. Plus they only work with local artists, the African artists. So they have, they have rights to really... international music oh, okay. and all that, yeah. Mm. Oh, interesting. And maybe by international, I only ever see West Africa. <laughs> <laughs> no, Boomplay has rights to international oh, okay. music. Uh, it's a small yeah, catalog. I think, I think I've even done an article on how they have announced partnership some of these big, you know. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. yes. Mm. So let's talk about the pricing, guys. I understand, and the fact that you mentioned something earlier about paying with Mpesa—that's mm-hmm. that's a plus, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how how are their rates? How are their rates starting with a so there's a and that um, different there's the family if, package. There's a, yeah, there's there's the there's the basic uh, just subscription which you can get free. per month mm-hmm. or uh, stretch it to a year. Then there's duo. Then there's family, then there's student, and then there's uh, what they are giving you to try it out at a discounted price of eighty uh, nine bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, eighty mm-hmm. nine bob. You can try it for for it. The eighty nine bob is an introductory price, so it will last you a week, right? Let me just oh, check. Okay. So uh, the sp- official Spotify price is free. If you don't want to pay anything, uh, just, leave, leave the free bit. Just yeah. sign up. Then there's the student, uh, which costs one one hundred forty nine shillings yes, a month. Yes. Then the, there's the one time payment options where you can pay eighty nine for seven days, eighty mm-hmm. nine shillings for seven days, nine hundred fifty six shillings for three months, one thousand seven hundred ninety four shillings for six months, mm-hmm. and two thousand nine hundred ninety for twelve months. Mm-hmm. Then there's the 299 a month individual account the basic the normal which is what I think most people use. Yeah, what yeah, it yes. comes to about 
uh, if you pay them annually, they'll charge you twenty nine ninety. Twenty nine ninety, yeah. So you save a lot of money if you pay annually. Then if you have a partner and you want to buy one uh, Spotify account, <laughs> there is three forty nine dollar, uh, three forty nine shillings a month. Three forty nine or three eighty nine. I have it as three forty nine. Maybe so it's three eighty nine. Then, uh, if you have a family and you uh, you are up to six users, you can pay four seventy nine a month. Oh, okay. Yes. And and uh, Spotify makes an emphasis of living under one roof. I don't know how they justify that. <laughs> and I, th- I think someone was I've asking previously me, been in a family plan where we were not living under one roof. <laughs> someone was asking me actually, how does this family work? Not even family. The one. Do you have a partner? Yeah, like how does it work? See, so you create can, a due account and then I I, I don't have a due account, unfortunately. <laughs> I think the dual one is there to save you. Say you want, you don't want to pay separate, separate accounts. You are two you people. Leave, uh, if you're going to spend 300 bucks per month on Spotify, that comes to around 600 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what, 589 or something? Yes. You have to do this uh, math the, 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 the right other number. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, your request is to go for a family plan, but mm-hmm. you're not six people. Yes, you're two. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. two. So what do you do? Get There's an option account. for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you two are two personalities. Kilamtu na mood zake and preferences zake. Makes sense. Why do so I believe their profiles? <laughs> Why is he pointing at me when he mentions one? <laughs> it's a podcast. No one can see he's pointing at you. <laughs> uh, let the record reflect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so maybe, maybe as we wind up, one thing me I'm really looking forward to is Spotify working with local podcast podcasters. Me, I'm really looking forward to that. So come on, come to a Spotify listening to this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> hope, hope they get to do that what, yes. what I've noticed is that uh, I wish Spotify takes the market more seriously yeah. is a, a story is a chart mm-hmm. show the charts well mm-hmm. if you can show charts for Indonesia, China and all that show the charts for the most listened to content in Kenya and uh, Apple Music is doing a similar approach that very well if you go to Apple Music you'll find top mm-hmm. cities uh, top content per city mm-hmm. so right now they have top con- top listenership city in nairobi something that spotify should have mm-hmm. so that you know what's trending locally yeah uh on on apple on apple podcast you can see the trending podcast i want to see the trending podcast in kenya mm-hmm. there was a time i was telling you guys about this kid on youtube who has a small podcast and it was trending on apple podcast oh, yeah. and that's we have so many podcasts locally and they're all available on spotify mm-hmm. i wish spotify can come up with a way for me to see Kenyan podcasts on mm-hmm. the app, mm-hmm. just Kenyan podcasts, mm-hmm. and filter them out from other podcasts and know uh, when they have a new episode and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe there's something you're gonna see when they when they're be releasing their future, you know, reports the coming months. Yeah. So hopefully you're gonna be seeing that. Remember, we can also check our podcast on Spotify. So just go and search. Twenty four bit or twenty four bit Kenya. Twenty four bit Kenya. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and you're gonna get to give a chance to listen to all our previous episodes, 35 or 36, or 36 of them. Yeah. And many more and coming many more soon. Coming soon, yeah. So I think that's it for now. My name is Nick Anali. I blog at Tech Trends, K-E-L-O-C-M-K-E. Dixon Otiano, techish.com. Chesney Emanuel, AndroidKenya.com. Yes, so and until next time, bye. This episode is a production of Portable Voices Podcast Network produced by Alan Minani. 24-Bit is an ongoing conversation about tech hosted by Emmanuel Chenze, Dixon Otieno, and Nixon Canali. 
If you want to shoot your own podcast and shows, reach out to portablevoices.com and follow them on Twitter at portablevoices. Mm-hmm.